The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terramina, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts between Terramina's on Oriented Television. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to welcome those hearing us on a local voice on SoundCloud and those watching on YouTube. Uh, now, Ian, you decided to do like Muscles McGee here. Hey, right? man. You know, we had the 25. 25- Anytime we're together going talking sports, I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, you know, it was the 25 year anniversary of Happy Gilmore got released. Yes, I saw that. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I cannot believe that movie is 25 years old. I know, especially when you have Shooter McGavin going like, shoot <laughs> I know, I know. And there's so many great little spots in that movie. Oh, yeah. Right? There's the, it, if you go golfing with any of your buddies, mm-hmm. it's just so funny. And the, the lines that just naturally fall out of your uh, head, you're not even thinking about the movie. And uh, like a buddy of mine, we, we, we play about once or twice a year. I actually did golf did the you? first time. First time ever I went golfing, actual golfing. First time? About up in Caseville. It was like, um, we're not talking putt putt. No, actually, I know you're a, a avid I'm a putt very putter. good putt putter. Yeah, I'm an <laughs> avid putt putter, but but actual golf. And first time experience. Did you I like ended, it? Yeah, I ended up hitting a 64, unfortunately, and nine holes. It happens. I know. Uh, it's it can be frustrating and humbling, but mm-hmm. once you well, once it takes, it's a lot of fun. Oh, it is, especially with your friends, you know. Oh, you have to play with your buddies, yeah. and uh, but playing golf with those guys, it's like. Sometimes I think that movie ruined professional golf in a way. Yeah. Because think of it. When did it come out? And five when, years ago. Right. And Tiger on the scene. Right. So what do people do when Tiger launches off the, like, screaming like they do at Happy Gilmore? Right? They never used to do that. It's no. like, oh, it used to be, oh, nice drive. And now yeah. it's like, oh, mashed potatoes. You know, all these things mm-hmm. people say. It's all part of, I think, that generation enjoying that film. That is true. But I still... Every time I short putt something against my buddy, he always says, "Somebody's closer." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. So fun. We got a lot but, of basketball to talk about hey, this it's, week. Yeah, we're a little late today. We're it's, a little late. It's, you uh, know what I mean? It's Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. You some know, white stuff fell out of the a, sky. We had the white stuff fall. We've had um some. We've had President's Day. We've had a lot of things go on this week. So yeah, we were closed so, on the holiday. Mm-hmm. The one weird day a week that ONTV's closed, or one day a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, so with that delay, we've got a truckload of things to talk about. Would you want to preview what we're going to chat about, too, besides uh, the roundup? We're going to talk about Ferndale's 2-1 two, two start. We're also going to talk about um, Troy Athens' girls is off to a 2-1 start, which included some mind-boggling upsets. Um, a lot of overtime games. A lot of overtime games, a lot of blowouts, a lot of... Um, a lot of close games, a lot of shockers. See what teams are impressing me, what teams are really making me cry right now. So one thing we talked about last time we are on is this compressed schedule. Yes. And this is the first uh, adversity we've seen with snow. Mm-hmm. So we see a, a lot of shuffling. It's not just a couple games. It's a lot of things got bumped around. There's a around. couple that are playing today um, on Wednesday. I know a couple of them are playing Friday, a couple playing Saturday. Yep. So, but this is going to be commonplace. If we yep. get any more weather delays or a school closing, my goodness, did things get shuffled around? Yes, it did. And um, you know, so it, it. But also, we talked about with the compressed schedule, 
teams that had to get out to a good start. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're going to get a reflection of, I mean, so mm-hmm. many games happened within the week and a couple of days we've been on that we're going to get a kind of an eyeball look at uh, if that's if, mm-hmm. if that uh, theory holds true with some of these teams. Yeah? Oh, I agree. You know what I mean? There's some there are a lot of games to report here from this week. So we're, bear with us here as we report the games. I'll chime in my thoughts and um, All we'll right. go forward. Here's the OA Roundup. All right. And when we say we have a lot of games to go over, yeah, we, we have, have a lot, lot of games. games. And we're talking like five pages here. Yep. Of... <laughs> when I got into the email, Sam, I go, five pages? What? Ah! <laughs> so, um, but it's good. I, yeah, I'd rather have five pages than us sitting around going, when are they going to let us play? Yes. Right? All right. Let's get down to it. All right, so we were last on the air on uh, Monday, right. the 8th, I believe it Correct. was. So yep. the first games we knew were uh, Tuesday the 9th, mm-hmm. right? So let's kick it off. First game of the week for us uh, on coverage was Lake Orion at home against Ferndale University. Lake Orion took care of uh, uh, FU Good easily, job. 53-29. The driving Eagles. Alden Ritt had 18 points for Lake Orion. Uh, Ferndale University had a hard time scoring in that game, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of missed layups. A lot of them. A lot of missed open shots, but uh, they were open anyway. Yeah. Oxford also uh, uh, had a tough one against Rochester, taking it 54-50 in OT. That was a good game. Mulholland had 25 points for Oxford. Have they found their new shooter? Yeah, I think they might have, but Mason Mulholland, he's starting to become a star player for them. Which they need. Mm-hmm. He had over half their points. Mm-hmm. Okay, Adams uh, rolls over Milford, Milford 64 to 34. Jacob Duran, 13 points. Austin Brown, 11. And uh, Chermside, also 11 points. Uh, John Ursi. Ursoy, I think. Ursi, 10 points. In Brady Prickerson, 10 points. Free scorn. Jeez. 10 points for uh, Adams. Ro- Rochester Adams. They're off to a good start. We're talking about them a couple minutes. Talk about a lot of balanced scoring there. Yeah, Jared Thomas did a really good job. One, with two, three, four. Well, all of those guys had double digits. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a good sign for uh, uh, for Adams. For Adams, heck yeah. Troy sixty-three over a slumping Frazier sixteen. My goodness, Brody uh, Brody Parker one thousand career point in the victory. Mm-hmm. Bloomfield Hills. Uh, takes care of Seaholm in a tight one, 44-39. Lee had 14, and uh, Canfield had 12 for Bloomfield Hill. Mm-hmm. Farmington, 76 over Detroit. Crystal Rays, 42. Domination, mm-hmm. which not surprising, not there. surprising there. Wednesday the 10th, we had Warren De La Salle take out West Bloomfield, 63-50. to mm-hmm. Is that a surpriser? Well, no? De La Salle's off to a good start. Absolutely. Uh, Say had 13 points. Uh, OVCU. OVCU, yep. Yep, had 11 points for West Bloomfield. Thursday, February 11th, ton of games on mm-hmm. the 11th. Uh, Athens, 56-47 uh, over Lake Orion. Justice had 14, Thornton 12 for TA. Uh, Bryant had 22 for Lake Orion. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, where was Ritt for that game? Uh, got held to one point. Can't have that, Lake nope. Orion. Nope. Uh, Berkeley, 54-47 over Oxford. Mm-hmm. Walker had 18. Thomas had 11 for Berkeley. Mulholland had 20 for Oxford. So yep. he's on a 20-point-per-game uh, mm-hmm. tear there. Yep. Troy in a squeaker 
over Double Stony overtime. Creek. Double OT, 78 to 70. Mm-hmm. Parker and Emerzian had 20 points each. Uh, Hamilton had 14 points for Troy. Um, let's see. Smith, 27. Jones, 13 for Stony Creek. North Farmington, 57, 46 over West Bloomfield. Mm-hmm. Hurst had 14. Say had 12 for West Bloomfield. Let's see. Adams, 50, 42 over Southfield A&T. Brown had 14. Mims had 15 for uh, Rochester Adams. Okay, down to Groves. Finally, something about Groves. What's going down there? They take care of Bloomfield Hills pretty easily. 13, mm-hmm. uh, 56-43. That was a shocker. 13-point win. That was a sh- head-scratcher for me, considering Bloomfield Hills played in the red last year. Uh, you mentioned, Yeah, we talked about that the week prior. Mm-hmm. And Canfield had 10 points for Bloomfield Hills. Clarkston, one to watch, right? One of those teams we're looking after. Yeah. 57-43 over Farmington. Mm-hmm. Is that a surprise or is that uh, expected? Sam? It was a little bit of a surprise. I mean, it was a very competitive game at the half. What was the score at half? Um, I believe it was 33-30 Clarkston. All right. Steinman, 18 points for Clarkston. Davis, 12 points for Farmington. Burndale rolls over Oak Park, 78-41. Drake had 20. Lewis had 15. Kennedy had 19 points and 12 rebounds. They nice finally game. found some post presence with Kennedy and... Um, I believe Williams uh, down there for Ferndale. Did a nice double-double there for Kennedy. And Williams, 17 points for Ferndale. Mm-hmm. Henderson had 20 points for Oak Park. Page wow. two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Rochester, 63 over Ferndale. University's 52. Looks like FU found some scoring. It's nice to score in that game. But Rochester took care of them. Mm-hmm. Pontiac, 51-46 uh, over Royal Oak. That was a good game, actually. Boisington had 15. Grabowski had 11 for Royal Oak. Mm-hmm. Pontiac Notre Dame Prep, 76, 53 over Avondale. A lot of, score, a lot of points uh, for Avondale to give up in that game, but yep. it's kind of what we expected a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be a rough year for Coach Pat Clancy and his crew over there. Could be. All right, moving on. Uh, Friday, February 12th, Clarkston, 58 over Waterford Mott, 37. Silk had 22 points and 10 rebounds. Nathan uh, Steinman had 13 points for Clarkston. Oxford 66-60 and double overtime against Lakeland. Uh, Mulholland had 24 points. Viviano had 15 for Oxford. Mm-hmm. Mulholland again. Yeah, he's been there. He's scorer. a machine starting out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Stony Creek again. Nice win for Stony Creek. 74-59 over Rochester. Need a bounce back of that game against Troy. Yeah, they did. Uh, but they're scoring points. That's yep. uh, that's uh, 70 a game almost. Mm-hmm. Trevor Smith, 26 points. And Alex Ryder, 11 points. Mark Williams, 15 points for Rochester. All right, Saturday. A lot of Saturday games due to this compressed schedule. Mm-hmm. Saturday, February 13th. Adams, 58 over Gross Point South, 52. That's a huge win for Adams. Absolutely. Mims, 18. Durand, 10 points for Adams. Farmington, 56. Bloomfield Hills, 55. Buzzer beater. Was, it was a buzzer beater. Wow. Uh, what do we got? Uh, there we go. Trayon uh, Voss. Yep. Voss, a buzzer beater for Farmington. Uh, Abram Chick, 21 points for Bloomfield Hills. Mm-hmm. Adam Chick. Adam Chick, sorry. Seaholm, 58. Milford, 41. 51, my bad. I think I said 50. What did I say, 41? 41, yeah. 51, you had it right. 
Flint Beecher, 73-67 over Ferndale. And that was two overtime. That was 59-59. That was 59-59 going into overtime. That was a really good Whoa, game. Whoa, that's a lot of scoring in overtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travion Lewis and uh, Jason Drake, 21 points each. All right, Birmingham, Detroit, Detroit Country Day, 68-48 over Berkeley. Ashad Walker, 14 points. Jacob Schiff, 12 points for Berkeley. There was nothing Berkeley could have done in that game. No, they, it doesn't look like it. No, they, they had no chance in that one. It, it, Country Day just shot everything. Everything went in for them. <laughs> uh, it's tough to win when that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, when the basket's the size of the ocean, you just yep. throw it in. Yep. Games on Sunday, really? Yeah, we had one game Sunday. Sunday, February 14th. It was Clarkston, 50-38 over Troy Athens. Keegan was silk. 17 points, Steinman 10 points for Clarkston. We're looking at uh, the two top scorers right now kind of stretching out for the Wolves, eh? Monday, February 15th, Lake Orion 44-30 over Avondale. Ritt returns to the scores, uh, top scores with 14 points for Lake Orion. Point total's a little low for Lake Orion. Yeah, it's a little concerning, but as long as their defense is holding up, they're fine. Yeah, 30 points is a good defensive showing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tuesday, February 16th, North Farmington 71, 54 over Farmington. Uh, Bashir Jihad, no surprise here, 23 points. Uh, Hayes, 19. Justin Ross, 17 points. Landon Williams, 10 points for North Farmington. Robert Davis, uh, I'm not sure what Robert Davis for Farmington. You didn't uh, have a number for him. What? Do you, oh, I had about 14, had 15. About 15, all right. So uh, North Farmington, no surprise, they're looking solid. Mm-hmm. Ferndale, 56, over Clarkston's 49. This was the upset. Zach Austin, 13 points. Mike DiPello, 11 points for Clarkston. Kenya, uh, Drake at 22 for Ferndale. Okay, that is the one you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, wow, that's a su- surprise. Like, mm-hmm. as you say, the head scratcher of the week. That was the head scratcher of the week, yep. Oak Park, 54 53 over West Bloomfield. What's going on with the Lakers? 0 4. They played a tough schedule. Henderson, 17 points for Oak Park. Hurst, 25 points for West Bloomfield. They got their star shooter. Mm-hmm. They need others. Mm-hmm. Stony Creek, 61-53 over Marine City. Cardinal Moody. That was game was close than the score indicated. Closer. Yeah. 11-6 on Marine City, Cardinal Moody in the first quarter. Whoa. Trevor Smith, 24 points. And Alex Reeder, 15 points for Stony Creek. Finally, on the girls' side of things. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, February 9th. Lake Orion 48-42 over Berkeley. That was a good win for the Dragons. Kylie Heck, 18 points for Lake Orion. Riley Sanum, 15 points. Ashley Loon, 10 points for Berkeley. Rochester, 46. Oxford, 33. Megan uh, Lorenzo, uh, 14 points for Rochester. Emma Morris, 11 11 points for Oxford. I'm out of it, Sammy, like I I mentioned. (laughs) Adams, 59-52 over North Farmington in overtime. overtime. Maddie Delenga, 16 points. Uh, Elizabeth Blaine, 15 points. Abby Drahak, 10 points for uh, Rochester Adams. Sella Leffler, 23 points. Haley Rogers, 11 points for North Farmington. Uh, This is still on the girls' side, everyone. Stony Creek, 46-29 over Bloomfield. Hills limping. Uh, Mia Carson, 15 points for Stony Creek. Mm-hmm. Grows, 40-36 over Royal Oak. Sarah Sorhan. Sorhan, yeah. 13 points. 
And uh, Kira Vance, 11 points for Royal Oak. Good win for Groves in that one. I, they they got proved me wrong. I remember them on Twitter. Proved me wrong. <laughs> hey, you're going to have to wear the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Groves, if you're hearing me, Antoine Simpson, bring a shirt down. Send a shirt, he'll wear it. That was uh, that was uh, usually the, the pick. If you get it wrong, you got to wear the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, on to uh, the Lady Wolves, 66-49 over Troy. He uh, was a good one. Skarposki, 24 points. Uh, Totoran, 18 points. Uh, Izzy Hadley, 10 points for Clarkston. A lot of scores on mm-hmm. that team. Kendall Zeter, 20, Zeter. Zeter, 29 points for Troy. Mm-hmm. They need more. West Bloomfield, 73 over a, a new-look Southfield Arts and Tech, 41. The Davis Twins, uh, freshman. summer in India, 26 points combined. Brutal combo there. That's, uh, that's a scary one, combo. That's one to look forward to that throughout the season. That is a scary, scary combination. Logan Lewis, 11 points for West Bloomfield. Kiana Wills, 22 points for A&T. No surprise there. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, February 10th, Stony Creek, 46-33 over Troy Athens. West Bloomfield, 81 65 over Detroit Renaissance. That was a good win for West Bloomfield. The Davis sisters combined for 43 points. I'm telling you. And Summer, 26 points. India, 17 points for West Bloomfield. Seaholm, 46-24 over Wild Lake Western. That's a good win for Chris Manchester's team. Absolutely. Kate Sullivan, 13 points for, was that Seaholm? Farmington, 49. Milford, 42. Sophia Holdwick, 18 points for Farmington. And Thursday, February 11th, Farmington 57-47 over Seaholme. Good win for them. Autumn Barrett, 21 points for Farmington. Page what? I've lost count. You lost count. Page four? Yeah. Friday, February 12th, Oxford 44-35 over Lake Orion. I was disappointed in Lake Orion that game. Just They just did not play well in that game. Uh, was that at home or on the road? Oh, that Oxford. Hmm. Tough to play up at that barn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda Winnebago, 14 points. Mackenzie uh, Methner, 12 points. Emma Morris, 10 points for Oxford. Balanced scoring. Kylie Heck, 10 points for Lake Orion. Berkeley, 42, 33 over Utica Eisenhower. Ashley Loon, 18. Withrow, 11 for Berkeley. Detroit Renaissance, 61, 48 over Adams. That was a good game. Lauren uh, Petersmark. Petersmark. Petersmark, 13 points. Drainak. 10 points for uh, Adam. Rochester Adams. Stony Creek, 50. Southfield A&T, 29. Stony Creek looking good. Yeah. Uh, Scoric, 11 points. Carson, 10 points for uh, Stony Creek. North Farmington, 42, 29 over Bloomfield Hills. Bloomfield Hills is limping. They're struggling. Penelope Crary, 14 points. Heaven Rogers, 12 points for North Farmington. West Bloomfield, 69. Royal Oak, 28. I was shocked about Royal Oak here. Just disappointed in their performance. You know what? It's very good, though. Sorahan, 11 points for Royal Oak. Clarkston does it again. 53-40 over Groves. Mm-hmm. And uh, no surprise there really for the Wolves, right? No, no surprise, but Groves, Groves around 40, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oak Park, 41 over Ferndale University's 30. I was impressed with Ferndale University despite losing that game. They got some athletes on that team. All right, still on the girls' do- side of the uh, docket mm-hmm. here. This is from last Saturday, the 13th. Troy, 46 over a little limping. Lake Orion, 32. Zeter, 14 Zider. points. Zider, 14 points. 
Sabatka, 11 points for Troy. Uh, Ebert had eight eight points for LO to lead mm-hmm. the Dragons. Yep. Ooh. Dragons need more scoring. Mm-hmm. Who's their leader? Farmington, 33-22 over Oxford. Holdwick and Autumn Barrett, nine points each for Farmington. Wild Lake Northern, 41, or 47-41 over Rochester. Uh, Troy Athens, 56-44 over Clawson. Jillian Siek, 16 yep. points. Uh, Clara Scholes, 14 points for Troy Athens. Sunday, February 14th, another Sunday game. Mm-hmm. Detroit Renaissance, 63 over Groves, 31. That was not even close. It didn't feel like it. Monday, mm-hmm. February the 15th, before the snow hit, uh, Birmingham, Marion, 50, 33 over Lake Orion. Well, Lake Orion's playing a brutal schedule. All those games on the road, that's brutal. Yes, they did open a ton on the road, that's yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Marshall, 10 points for Lake Orion. They played better in that game, though, against Birmingham, Marion, though. Mm-hmm. Rose, 40, 34 over Berkeley. Sanom, 17 points. Loon, 10 points for Berkeley. Royal Oak, 48, 40 over Farmington. Sarah Sorhan, 21 points for Royal Oak. Uh, Val Pallet and Sophia Holdwick, 11 points each for Farmington. Troy, 67, 28 over Avondale. Kendall Zeter, 20 Zider. points. Zider, 20 points. Allen had 10 points for Troy. And I'm never going to remember all these names. All right, Ferndale University, 51 over Robichaud, 40. Tuesday, February 16th, page 5, by the way, if you're yep. counting at home. <laughs> Farmington 57-55 over North Farmington in a tight one. Yeah, it was really tight. North gave that game away, though. Barrett, 16 points. Uh, Kaylor uh, Garfi. Yep. Garfi, 15 points, including the game-winning two free throws. Way to go. Lily Morris set, 8 points for Farmington. Heaven Rogers, 17. Leffler, 15 points, and Penelope uh, Crary, 9 points for North Farmington. Troy Athens, 54-34 over Rochester. Jillian Siak, 13 points. Clara Scholes, 12 points. And Natalia Balusu, 10 points for Troy Athens. Oh, boy, that's a mouthful, Sammy, and that is the LAA Roundup. Woo-wee, that was a mouthful. I know that was a mouthful. That's how many Five games we're doing. pages. So I know. This is the condensed schedule right here. Yep, the condensed schedule. Five pages Are of results. Are you kidding me? That's a ton. That is a truckload of games. That is. You know? And we're, this is just basketball. It's just basketball. We haven't even touched wrestling. Or cheer. Cheer. Or, no, man. Uh, bowling, even. Mm-hmm. Bowling, I mean, bowling's been going on. A lot of, you know, hockey just kicked off. Uh, a lot of hockey up. I mean, my like, goodness. I mean, that's the condensed schedule. Yeah, we knew it was going to be condensed, but when you put it on paper like that, man. I was hard, you know. I put it on an email. <laughs> it's almost like homework. Yeah, it basically <laughs> is homework. But, <sighs> but, uh, but this is what we talked about, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're not complaining. No. Um, I know me reading all these names. and it, It's it, hard on you. It is. Well, it's not hard on me. You know, I'm just coming is. off a little throat thing. So, but mm-hmm. but that's that's not here or there. No. But I would say, but this is about what we th- we, we thought was going to happen, mm-hmm. right? This is reality for our players Everybody. and our teams and out there in the OAA. Yes. And you know, when you look at teams that have really impressed you or disappointed you, Ian, um, what are your thoughts? You know. Oh, what I geez, mean? there were so many all mushed into one. I know. I would say on the guy's side, um, I like. Uh, 
I mean, I mean, Clarkston, like what the teams that we were talking about, we were interested in seeing what's going to happen. Ferndale's the one that really impressed me. They're off to a two and one start. I mean, their only loss was a double overtime to Flint Beecher. The impact of Jason Drake um, has really been important. He had twenty two against Clarkston. He had twenty one and lost to um to um Flint Beecher, and then of course he exploded um against Oak Park. So when you look at what he's done to go along with Travian Lewis, I mean, like. That one-two guard punch is probably one of the most deadliest one-two punches in the OA right now for Coach Juan Rickman. I mean, Ferndale's a team, I didn't think they would be very as strong, but then they finally found an inside presence in Justin Kennedy and um, in Williams also when they're in the interior um, where... If you have good guard play, what opens up? And opens up your bigs. And when you look, and especially when you have two of those guards that are D1 caliber players like Drake and Lewis are, then it might open things up. I'm still concerned about that bench play for Ferndale, but right, they're off to a nice start. I mean, like, even though they're two and one, but when you look at this team, I mean, like, Ferndale, they could be a player in Division Two again, you know, unlike last year, but they could be a very serious sleeper once the postseason comes, especially in Division Two. I think that's a good spot for Ferndale right where they're at right now. I think you're right about it. it do, do they have a big three now? Right? I don't know. Or do they, they have, have a big, big three? I think it's big two, two guards, and yeah. potential third. Right. Big right? two, potential third. And we've saw teams in the past. If you go back to who were the big three from Southfield A and T, we talked about for several years. Yep. They usually did really well, carry the team. But if something went wrong, yeah, that's that. That's that. Right, and so I you're right Ferndale, about the bench play. I think Ferndale's in that same situation. I know they got Defoe, who's a um, three-point shooter. He can also be give you minutes at the forward, at the guard spot as well. Um, I think Romeo Humphrey's another one. Um, but when you look at Ferndale right now, this is a team that it them they're they they got one up on Clarkson right now. North Barnes is another team that's off to a good start as well. So when you really look at it here in that red, Ferndale just made themselves a player in that division and what they play with. Clarkston, you know, they're kind of the under the eight ball right now. You know, they've won 14 straight division titles. That could be in some jeopardy this year. Yeah, and that was one of the teams that I was looking at, including Oxford. And we'll get mm-hmm. into those guys. Mm-hmm. Because of the changeover in personnel and mm-hmm. who's going to step up and how they're going to respond. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're going for the Wolves, you're like, you're right. There's all the hardware. Right. There's right? all the hardware. Here's a brand new case that's empty mm-hmm. for the next uh, generation or the next uh, iteration of the mm-hmm. Wolves team. Yep. Are they going to fill any of that up this year? I don't know. And I think, you know, when you look at that district that they're in, it's a tough district. I mean, you got you got Lake Orion in there. You got Adams in there. You got Waterford Kettering. Um, Adams is another team that's red hot right now. I really am been impressed with but on Clarkson's case uh, it's going to be difficult especially when you look at of course you know Keegan Wasilik is now the guy there yes you know they found some players in Nathan Steinman they found some players in them um, and that's not counting DePillow or Schirler you know and DePillow got in the foul trouble in that game against them for deal we talked about that mm-hmm. right I mean like this is not the same Clarkson team that's been in years past but they found ways to win games. Yeah. So, you know, so when you look at Clarkson, you know, this group is this group is fine, but 
there's still some dangers. They still got to play North Farmington twice. They got to go to Ferndale now. And then you still got to play West Bloomfield, who is off to a very unusual start despite <laughs> playing a murder's row schedule. And then you have um, then you have Oak Park, who's been the perfect mystery team. I mean, so when you really look at the red, you know, there's really no days off in this division. No, no. I mean, any red division we know in the OAA um, throughout, <laughs> it's tough. There's a reason why you're in there. Yeah, there is. And uh, basketball is no exception to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. You know, Pontiac. Pontiac's got, off to a nice start. Got in the a win. Yeah, they got a nice win. They're right now the top team, I think, in that gold right now. But you got to keep an eye on Rochester. That's another team that. I've been impressed with this Rochester, the way they've been playing. Um, you know, Vance Kirkwood's done a really good job of that program. I mean, they got some very good players, Mark Williams, Matt, Mark Stone. Um, they got others. I mean, they're a hardworking team. I think they're going to be a team that threatens Pontiac in the gold division this year um, when you look at it. But probably the team that I want to go up to the white division. The team that I'm really impressed with is Rochester Adams. I was just looking at that. Mm-hmm. The South, uh, the Gross Point South win. That's huge for that group. Was that on the road or home? That was at Growth Point South. To think where this team was at two <laughs> years ago when, when um, they had all the turmoil. Brad Crichton left. Gunnar Walters left. The Emerging Twins transferred out. That's right. And now you're bringing in a young coach in Jared Thomas with basically Peyton Prescorn and not a lot of talent. You know what I mean? Now, what he's done has developed, as Thomas has developed that talent, and they got two big wins last year at Lake Orion and at Oxford. Those were their two big wins last year. And then they had some postseason experience, and now you're looking at Thomas's second year, and he has turned that program into, he has built program strengths. He has got those kids believing. They're, he, he's got them wanting to play, play basketball. And there's where, you know, that camaraderie, that chemistry, you know, and that's the reason why Adams is off to a 3-0 start because they believe in each other. Not only that, but I'm looking at the scoring that you had listed for them, right? Mm -hmm. So Adams was uh, rolled Milford easily. Yeah, Milford's not very good. 64-35. Let's dig a little deeper in the Adams because I I think you're right. This is a team that we we have to shine a light on. Milford's not a very good team. No, but I'm going – you know, let's go to the bench, and let's go to the, the scoring here for Everything Adams. for Adams starts with Justice Mims. You know what I mean? Mims has been the one that has really, really shined for them, you know, down upon the stretch, you know. Yeah. He has really. But you got Andrew Brown. Yeah. 17 points uh, versus Southfield Arts and Tech in a, a, a close game. Yeah. 50 to 42. Mims, 15. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Jonathan Yerse. You know what I mean? Another one. Yes. Uh, what was the other game? Well, against Gross Point South, let's look at who it. Mims, 18, leading score, right? Mm-hmm. Took over. Yep. Jacob Duran, 10 points. I don't know if Duran's name. Well, Jacob had 13 against Milford, but you said Milford was limping. But they're showing up in the big games, too. It's not like, okay, we're going to roll Milford. They're not real good, so you play a lot of bench, right? right. You get a lot of exposure for right. these guys in game action, right. varsity action. Right. They came through. A, a truckload of dudes scored double digits. Mm-hmm. That gives you confidence going yes. into these big games. That gives, and this, this is why I think, to me, when you look at the white right now, Adams is that dark horse. They are that dark horse to Troy and Stony Creek. That, when you look at 
when you look at this Adams team, they don't really have like, you, you know, Justin Mitz is a star, but you know, they have different guys who can beat you on night in, night out. Correct. And Mims isn't like 27, 28. No, no. no. I mean, it's, he's a team player. Heck yeah. I mean, uh, it's when you see other guys leading in the scoring category, but they're all solid scores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That can only lead to a big payoff as yeah. the season progresses, right? Absolutely. And Adams right now has been that team that, you know, I really, really like what they're doing right now. Okay. I really like what they are doing. I, we're going to be looking at those guys uh, closely now. Now, now they've got to <laughs> pay attention to Adams. So do you think, um, what did you say, Stoney, Troy, um, and uh, Adams, are those the – in the, the blue, the in the three? white right now? Yes, I one do. 1A, 1B, 1C? I do think that right now, yes. Um, but I think When do we have crossovers? When they start meeting up? Um, I know Troy and Stoney have met once already. Um, hey. I know Adams and Stoney haven't met yet. So that's going to be some fun games Yo. when Adams and Stoney meet. I mean, and then Adams and Troy when they meet. Um, but there's yeah. a lot to like with this Adams team. Absolutely. They're, they are my dark horse team. Um, and then we go to the blue here. Um, Athens right now has the leg up in the division, um, with that win against Lake Orion, but Berkeley's a team to keep an eye on very carefully. I mean, Arshad Walker back is the, is the real deal for Berkeley. Um, he came back from a gruesome ACL injury a year ago. Um, but Joe Sermo's done a wonderful job with that program. I mean, Building on hard work, talent, dedication, and in the game against Detroit Country Day, Berkeley played very. Berkeley played well defensively. Just every shot Detroit Country Day hit, just winning. <laughs> you know, so it, there's nothing. It, I, I mean, there's well, nothing they can do. What do you do? Yeah, there's nothing he could do. Like you said, when I the mean, basket's the size of the ocean, you just chuck it in. Mm-hmm. There's games, you know. We, and then Oxford's off to a two and one start. They've been living on a prayer. Uh, overtime, two overtime games. Yes, and. It's looking like we were concerned with, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they found their new score. Mason Mulholland, yeah. Yes, uh, 20 some odd points a game. He's been averaging around 20 a game. And, but he's also scoring half of the points. That's never a good sign. No. That's never a good sign. No, that's either, um, I'd like to see some of the statistic lines. You know, what's the turnover margins and rebounds and, you know, uh, shot percentages, that sort of thing. They have uh, can, they, a, can they get to the free throw line? You know, that those are hidden points that sometimes teams don't look at. That's the big question when you look at Oxford. I mean, like, they've got, I mean, like, Steve Laylock's done a good job with that program, but the emergence of Mitchell Viviano has been really huge for them. Um, you know, of course, they've took advantage without the, they've had the injury to Bryce Essman, um, which has been just, which is helping his development. But when you look at Oxford, but you got to wonder what happens if Mulholland gets shut down. I mean, like, if he, if teams focus their attention on him, you know what I mean? Then it's going to pose some big-time problems yeah, going it, forward. We've seen those types of teams, uh, you know, defenses. What's your option? Mm-hmm. Let the big dog eat, shut the rest of the system down, because one guy can't beat you. Right. That we've only true. seen rare occasions where that one guy, uh-huh. and those are the generational players. Yes. But we usually see that, hey, you shut everybody else down, let the big guy eat. Mm-hmm. And but we've seen it too, where you got uh, the coaches are going. We're going to challenge this guy and mm-hmm. force the rest of the team, and that can either turn completely on your ear or disaster. Yes, and you know when you look at 
And so then, far, it looks like they're letting the big dog they're eat. They're letting the big dog eat, you know. And then, of course, you know, you got Lake Orient's another team to um, watch. I mean, like, this team... It's... it's This team's got a problem of playing the level of their competition. Because when they were in the red last year, you know what I mean? They've taken... They've suffered. You know what I mean? They've had... um, But when you look at, you know, this time around, of course, the two wins are against gold teams. um, And the only loss was the league game... Troy Athens. So when you look at Lake Orion, the problem with Lake Orion has been is they just don't have that consistent score. No. You know what I mean? They just don't have that. They just there's nights where they just they just don't have that consistent score, yeah. which is a big problem. But if your defense can't, if your defense goes with you, then in these games you're fine. You know what I mean? So that's how if I'm Coach Joe Schroeder, um, your defense can carry you. If there's nights offensively where you're struggling, you know, like Lake Orion is right now. Yes. I mean, when you don't have a clear go to to go score, I mean, sometimes, you know, your defense can be there, can bail you out in games. And so far defensively, this team has relied a lot on defense. I mean, Lake Orion always traditionally has been a defensive first basketball team, basketball program. Yeah. You know, just they just have I mean, like, they, there's not a lot of Drew Maynard's or Jamie Lewis's going, <laughs> go, coming to the you're door. Going, you're reaching back, dude. Yeah, there's That's, not a lot. Of, no. No, there's not a lot. But, you know, but when you look at the Dragons I mean, they right held now, uh, Ferndale University to 29 points, mm-hmm. Avondale to 30. Mm-hmm. And, they uh, gave up 56 to Troy Athens, which but they had that okay, really bad start. Which is okay, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you're not giving up 65, no. 70 points, right? And they still got a very difficult schedule. Yes, they got to uh, play Detroit Cats. And I Cats. saw, I, I watched Jesuits. some of that. I watched some of that uh, Dragon game against Ferndale University, um, the live stream on Owen TV, mm-hmm. and um, Ferndale University did not look no good at all. No, and the Dragons struggled to. There's wide open layups that they just missed point blank. Mm-hmm. Now I know it, it's. The first game, some of these teams looked red hot coming out of the game. Uh-huh. I mean, they were on fire, mm-hmm. played well, solid, uh, solid game plan, solid execution, right? Mm-hmm. Tight games, OT. I think to me it comes. Dragons down just to... had a hard time. I was like, who's going to score? And it just didn't look like they were sharp. To me, it just comes down. But if defense, but if you're a defensive first team like this group is, defense can carry you, even though you have to put points in the basket. But if you have, if you're holding teams to at least under forty, you got uh, a oh, chance. Excellent chance of winning. You got an actual chance of yeah. winning. Um, Do you think they're average? I mean, are they like a forty-five night scoring team like Orion? I think they are right now. I mean, but they need several players to step up their game. I mean, you know, obviously Alden Ritz, one of them. I mean, you got Andrew Bryant's another one. I mean, Andrew Bryant at twenty-two against Troy Athens, five of them are three-point baskets. Um, this team's going to have to find ways. If that's to be, consistent. That's to, a good sign. To, this team's going to have to find ways to be more creative on the offensive end. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, that's the problem that Lake Orange faces right now is they've got, they've got to be more creative on the offensive end. Defensively, this team is fine, but they've got to find that big guy. They've got to find that because it's an offensive score. You know what I mean? You can't rely on, Two guys to bail you out and win. Yeah, you know that's gonna. I mean, like they've really got to. Um, they've really got to find a way to um, really create that. Um, to get to get the scoring options up. You know, now in that Troy Athens game, 
Blake Irwin was out one of their best defenders in Will McClear. He was out in that game with the um, ankle injury. Oh. Back now. So, when you look at Lake Orion. And that was Athens. That was Athens. So, mm-hmm. you know, Athens, pretty solid. They're okay. I didn't think they were that great. I mean, they didn't look good against Clarkson. Um, but and, and this, this you know, injuries. We, we haven't even talked about injuries mm-hmm. uh, across the OAA. No. And that goes back to this stack of paper. Right, it goes the, con- the condensed schedule. Mm-hmm. You have an injury. That hurts you're not the- just missing one game. You're missing. You could miss games. a couple games, especially. I mean, because this thing snowballs, mm-hmm. especially what we're seeing with the big white stuff that hit us. We got more coming too. Uh huh. I think only about two inches of what I've heard. Is that what it is? Part of the weather. Okay. I hope so, because they um, said Thursday is supposed to be snowy again. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Yeah. You know. I mean, and then you look at, of course, some Seahome. Seahome's an interesting team to watch. I mean, like. Seahawks been a team that I've been. They look good one time, one night. They don't look good the other night. You know, there's been some inconsistency surrounding Seahome. 58 against Milford. Um, then they put up 39 in the loss to Bluebeal Hills. I mean, like, so Seahome's another odd team to figure out in that blue division. Let's. Uh, we are about 41 already. Wow. I know. That's what five pages wow. of uh, highlights get you. Good. Uh, now we got to talk girls now. We're going to talk girls. So, same question. We talked about teams that we're looking forward to seeing. Again, for me, it's the Wolves loaded. Yep. Can they carry it on? Can they do it? Um, West Bloomfield, to me, is the one to watch. I mean, my God. Scoring. Logan Lewis. You got Logan Lewis. You got Sydney Hendricks. You got, you got Kaylee Hendricks. And then you have the emerging of the Davis sisters, <laughs> Summer and India Davis. Now I'll tell you what, I watched this. I watched them in AU ball with the Michigan Storm. Okay, and they were phenomenal. That tells what, what you what grade? They're only freshmen. They're only freshmen. I mean, Michigan Storm on their Twitter page, they do a good job hyping the players up, but. They are legit. Both Davis sisters are absolutely legit right now. So when you look at West Bloomfield, you know, this team's this team could win a state title this year. I was gonna say That's how serious that's how good they are. Should I uh mm-hmm. <laughs> They could have a good shot at a state title this year. I was that's gonna I was West gonna Bloomfield. ask you what's their ceiling? Their ceiling state title or bus this year. Whoa. That's how I'm or bus? At. Yep, even though there's some good teams in there. Heartland's a very good team. Um, but That is a truckload of points. Mm-hmm. And then you look at, of course, Groves. Groves is a very young team, but what they did to Royal Oak at, at Royal Oak was a statement win for um, Coach Antoine Simpkins. Close I, game. Yeah, I still hear it from him. Groves 40, uh, 36. 36. Yep. Royal Oak is basically like the classic Batman Robin show with Sarah Sorgahan playing the role of Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, A&T is really struggling. Is Vance the bat or uh, Robin? I think she could be the Robin. I mean, there's also Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's the Southie Day and T is really struggling. I mean, well, it's a new look, right? New look. Probably the team I'm most impressed with is Farmington. I mean, three and zero. Just knocked actually uh, three and one. Now you knocked off your arch rival North Farmington. Um, Laura Guzman's got something going down there, at Farmington. And I think it starts with Anna Barrett. I mean, Anna Barrett's had a really incredible um, 
couple games for Farmington. Um, they've had others. Kenny Jones, uh, I didn't mention it on the um, highlights. He had a timely three to tie it up for him, Farmington. Um, and then, um, and then they've got others. I mean, they got Graffy. Um, they've got Val Pallet. Um, Sophia Holwick. I mean, my goodness, we got, Farmington's got options. In Farmington, uh, Graffy, you said uh, fifteen points, mm -hmm. and also two icy free throws to win it for Farmington over yeah. their arch rival at North Farmington. Yeah, on the road. Yeah. So when you look at Farmington. To me right now in the gold division right now, Farmington's the team to beat. They played a tougher schedule. They played Royal Oak. Um, they were very competitive against Royal Oak in that game. Um, they've had some good wins as well in that process as well. I mean, they still got a very tough schedule. So I got to give Coach Laura Guzman a lot of credit. I got to give her a ton of credit. And Farmington, and I had them ranked in my top five this week. I have Farmington. At number five this week. Ooh, you update your... Oh, yeah, every week you're updating week, your... Yep, at the blog. Okay. Yep, I will send you a copy of it on the blog at timmysimicolntermeatblogspot.com. Right. Maybe we'll, uh, in the last uh, five or so, you share your update if you mm -hmm. got it. Yep. Um, And then um, and then let's go from the gold. I mean, Seaholm got an incredible win against Wald Lake Western. I mean, Western's been an incredible program under Coach Steve Emmert. I mean, you know, for Coach Chris Manchester, that's a huge win and a confidence booster for... um. For his program, I mean, to knock off a very good um, Wall Lake Western program. Um, and then in the white division, Troy, Stony Creek, you know, Stony Creek's out to a 3 0 start. Yeah. Um, I nicknamed him Team Fine Bomb for a reason. <laughs> um, because with Stony Creek, I mean, they got athletes. I mean, they've got some athletes. Mia Carson's finally stepping in yep. in that point guard role, um, you know, accepting that role. Um, Elias Selenix, another good player. Both La Prairie's, Sydney La Prairie, and I think Sarah La Prairie. You know, Sarah's only a freshman. Um, Emily Flynn is another one for Stony Creek, who I'm high on as well. I mean, like, I mean, when you look at Stony Creek, I mean, there's a lot of upside for Coach Kellen James' team. Okay, Stony Creek, uh, they went, uh, they're 3-0, correct? Yeah, they're 3-0. All right, so, but also, I want to make sure we're looking at the opponent they're playing. Mm-hmm. Arts and Tech. A&T's down this year. New look, 29 new look. points. Yep. They trucked them 50-29. Yep, Bloomfield Hills, new look as well. 46-29. Yep. Marine City Cardinal Moody, a little tighter, 61-53. Was that the boys? Was that the boys? No, oh, I'm in boys. the wrong one. I'm sorry. That was boys. What was the other game then? Um, i got to remember. Stony, Stony. Yep. See, this is what you get with five pages. Well, they were in the Oh, league. there it is. Yeah. Uh, Athens. Yeah, Athens. 46-33. Troy Athens is better than what people think they are. Okay. Because here's because that was the question. Because if, if they're off to a strong start, and we're starting to see them come into uh, sh shape. Uh, the mm -hmm. Cougars, right? Yeah, the Cougars are a very. I like where this team's at right now. I really like where Stony Creek. They're beating at. the teams they're supposed they're to the beat. Teams are supposed to beat, and they're doing it in the right mm -hmm. way. And also Troy as well. You look at Kendall Zider, um, you know, basically carrying carrying the load right now. on Charlotte Sabaka. Um, Alyssa Mantuza and of course um, Lauren Gumma. Um, you know, right now for Troy. Yeah, so names we've heard a thousand mm -hmm. times. And then you look at Adams. They had a tough loss against Detroit Renaissance. I mean, like, so when you look at Adams, I I four good teams in that white division right now. There's four very good ones. And then there's the blue, which which actually cr been created a mess now after um 
after Troy Athens's um twenty point debacle over Rochester, which was a shock. Um, when you look at Troy Athens, Julian Siak and Sierra Scholes mm-hmm. are the key catalysts for Troy Athens. That's a very interesting combination right there. They and in their last two games they put up fifty six and fifty four. Yes, that's fifty five a game <laughs> against very good competition. I mean, Clawson's not as good as people give him, give him, but Rochester, I was really shocked because, you know, I was really shocked how they held him to 34. Um, I know it was their pink out game in that game. Oh, so already. When you look at Troy Athens, um, do, do I? Yeah. That blue is an absolute mess because they got Oxford's also at 1-0 and in the league, and they do not look good at all. Lake Orient's played a murder's role of a schedule with them. With four, all four of their games on the road. Yeah. Um, and you're playing against three very, playing against some quality competition as well. Um, and then Lake Orion's one and one, Rochester's one and one, Oxford's one and oh, um, and Oxford's one and one, um, Troy Athens is one and oh, and, um, and, um, Avondale, they, they came off a beating. They got blown out by Troy the other night. So, when you look at the blue so you're division, looking at it, it's kind of like anybody's it's anybody's take. anybody's division to take. I mean, like who's well, gonna grab it? It, it? Athens? Do you think it's like just by the play? Could it be the Athens? No, I I just think when you look at that division right now, if Lake Orion can get their um act together, I think it's their division to take. Really? Because when you look at Lake Orion, you know, I mean, they were off to a really it's their schedule. It's been brutal. You're playing against Troy. You're playing against Birmingham Marion. Those are the last two games. Those are very, you know how good Birmingham Marion is. Yeah. You know how good Troy is. Yes. So when you look at, they had that win against Berkeley, which is huge. And then that bad loss to Oxford. Um, but when you look at the Dragons, if things are right, you know, you have a guard in Maddie Ebert. You have a guard in Kylie Heck. Um, you have um, Megan Marshall. I mean, you have Katie Van Heck at the, in the interior. Um, Lake Orion to me in that division right now, and I know I'm not sounding like a homer here and all that, but if everything is much aligned and everything, this team can win that division. I'm looking for scoring, Sam. Mm-hmm. 35, 32. They put a 48. 40, 48 on Berkeley. On Berkeley, yes. So they've got to find that. I mean, especially you got to get in the forties. You got to get in the forties and play defense. Yep, and play defense. Now, this team hasn't had a home game yet, so so we'll see if home magic can cook for Lake Orion because they got a lot of games at home coming up. So I think right now, when I look at the division right now, I think Lake Orion's fine. I really do. Um, Athens, you know, off to a good start. You know what I mean? Rochester. <laughs> I don't know about Rochester yet. Yeah, what happened? Oxford, you know, Oxford still can't to... score. It, unless they're playing Lake Orion, then they, then they score. Oxford, it, looks, Oxford looks good against Oxford looks good against Lake Orion, but when they play against somebody else, they struggle. And then and then um Avondale just does not look good. I watched them against Troy and they really did not look good. They got destroyed 67-28. I mean, my goodness. I mean, yeah, that's difficult. Yes. And then, um, so when I look at the blue right now, I still think Lake Orion's fine. I, I, I think Lake Orion right now still is the team to be in the blue right now, um, despite their struggles. 
and they still got to go, and they still got a, a very tough schedule as well. They still got to go on the road to Midland, which is a very difficult yes, game for them. Yes, it is. And then, then you got to Midland. Play. Why yeah. can't you go? They go all the way to Midland. Midland. Midland's a good program. I mean, Midland's a very good program. I mean, they got a lot of experience. Um, Anna Tuck, you got um, you got um, they got a lot. Olivia Carpenter. That's gonna be really interesting for the Dragons making that trip up to Midland. Um, but I think you know when you look at they played Midland before. I mean, they won at home against Midland um a couple years ago. So, you know. So they know what each other. Is this a home and home type of deal? It was a home and home type of deal. <laughs> so don't usually hear about Midland, you know, rolling up to Midland to go uh, play a one nighter. Oh sure, I mean like it's Friday night, so uh, you know, yeah, true. It's a Friday night, so yep. So when you look at when you look at basketball right now, um, obviously, um, a lot of moving parts, dude. I mean, there's a ton a, of them. There's so many games, and to try to it, it just crammed in that little window. Let's mm-hmm. go going to be you know try the best to bring you the results of those best we can and talk about it the hasn't different, been easy talk about <laughs> i don't know where you're getting all this info it's um crazy. any surprise any disappointments for you ian um both boys I don't, and girls i don't know any surprises um stony creek auto three and all starting the yeah boys. i like that yeah that's, the girls. Yep. That, that, that's interesting um the uh, 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 Oxford situation, like I said, the teams that I was like interested to see what was going to happen, mm-hmm. uh, it's starting to come to. Like Oxford's got one guy, mm-hmm. Mason and Mahone, yeah. We're wondering do they got a number two? I we haven't seen it yet. No. Um, uh, Clarkston Wolves, what are they going to look like? Because a whole new look to them. Surprised about Ferndale, to be honest with you. I'm really surprised with Ferndale how they've been playing. Um, Jason Drake's been a huge addition for them. My disappointment, you know, I kind of want to give West Bloomfield a pass here, despite them starting at 0-4. Um, they played a murder drill with schedule, though. They're, um, they have played w- Warren D. LaSalle's one of them. Um, yeah, yeah. They played um, they they played an absolute murder's role with schedule. <laughs> I mean, that is just murder what Coach Jeremy Dunn has been playing. Um, so I give West Bloomfield a pass at 0-4. Right but now. but there's they're gonna have to turn it around quickly. Yes, and um, if they don't, uh, that's one of those snowballs rolling downhill type of thing. Yeah, it's danger. That's yeah, yeah. I would say that's danger. You know what I mean? Um, well, here's a uh, we're at 55. Wow. So let's do a uh, an update on your uh, top 10. If you got got my one for the guys, five. let's go. My let's top, go top five. five. Um, my number one this week is North Farmington. Um, my number two, I'm gonna make some changes though for next week. Ferndale's one I'm keeping an eye on very carefully. And my number two, this might be in two and one. Um, Troy, my number three. Stony Creek, my number four. Clarkston, my number five. Ooh. So, you know, so that's my top five in the boys. My top five in the girls right now, I would say um, West Bloomfield, obviously, number one. Clarkston, number two. Um, my number three is Troy. Um, the way they've been playing, very, they've been playing. Um, my number four is Groves, especially even though they've had a tough couple tough games. I, I like what Coach Antoine Sinkins has going forward. Um, and my number f- actually take that back. Groves is my number five. Stony Creek's my number four this week. Okay. I really like what Stony Creek Stony has Creek. had right now. Yeah. I mean, the Cougars under Coach Kellen James has done a wonderful job with that program. So that's my top five right now in both awesome. boys and girls awesome. right now. Now it can all change, especially <laughs> after coming out Sunday. There's a lot of games, right? A lot so of games to loom. Can be a lot of a movement on that list. Now, Absolutely. Be, before we went on the air, there's stuff we were talking about, you know, 
uh, the games, what are they going to look like? Uh, fans, attendance, and all that kind of stuff. Some have no fans, some have fans. Yep, we're seeing that the smaller gyms are pretty much empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the larger gyms and arenas are they have with they have people. But families. And they're making noise. Yep. And um, like Orion, Oxford, Clarkston, the larger gyms. Troy, Troy, Troy Athens. Yep. Uh, and it's working. Uh, and another thing too is if you're listening and you know you can't get into those smaller gyms if you're a fan of uh, your local team that's in those small gyms, mm-hmm. um, the Pixelot systems, these new uh, robotic cameras that have been mounted in a lot of these gyms um, that were given to these schools. I mean, they're going to pay it off in installments through uh, subscriptions, mm-hmm. but you can see the games. And uh, I saw it in action at Lake Orion on a test feed on Lake Orion's first home game. Mm-hmm. And it was surprisingly, creepily, really nice. It, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a camera that's stationary with multiple lenses on it. Mm-hmm. But it tracks the action very nicely. And, um, you know, there's some tweaking to do on those things. They're supposed to get a score. If it's tied into your scoreboard, you get a clock. You get, a, you know, all the scores, everything. And if the kids uh, interface with it, you can actually have play-by-play through it. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in watching games, you don't have an access center like ONTV or OCTV or Independence, Independence CMN, CMN uh, you know, Media Network, Waterford, all mm-hmm. that stuff, uh, call your athletic director at your school and see if they have a Pixelot system. Because mm-hmm. uh, the games, yes, you have to subscribe, but after a while, the games become free after, uh, I think, 72 hours. So. Uh, look into it. You can see these games. Uh, if you're a real fan and you're, you want to check in to these star players that Sammy's talking about, that would be key. But we're seeing that it's working. It is working. So we'll keep an eye on everything going forward Absolutely. here this week. Um, final thoughts this week um, when you look at it here. A lot I, I, of basketball. <laughs> Jesus. There's a lot of basketball. Uh, also, wrestling's kicking off. Hockey. Hockey. I, cheers I, I, I kicking love, off. Cheer is. Uh, I'd love to. We're going to try to cover that stuff. Yep. Um, and uh, do the best we can. Uh, but, yeah, hockey's a little different. Uh, they are allowing fans in the stands at the different skating rinks. I know we're going to try, OTV's going to try to be there with a minimal crew to try to get highlights mm-hmm. and try to get full games. But hockey's just a little, it's a different beast because it's that a it small, is. compact space for fans to be in. That it is. But if you are a fan and a family member, you get two pl- uh, two uh, spectators, two spectators per, player, per player, yep. which is good. And as long as you're masking up and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Everybody hey, mask up. You we're I mean? going to be playing games a long yep. time. Everybody mask up. You know what I mean? Just mask up. You know what I mean? Makes it makes it easier for everybody here. Absolutely. So we avoid another shutdown. Absolutely. I don't no no don't talk that word. I'm not talking that word anymore. So Games, take, games, games. Yep. All right, everybody, I'm signing off here. I'm take care, everybody. Wish you luck, everybody. Best week this weekend. This weekend, this weekend. Going forward. Take care. God bless everybody. Thanks, Sam. Oh, and now is produced by Sammy Terramina. The views on this show are his and mine alone. Call your AD, see if they got a Pixelot system. Watch them games. Cheer those kids on. On TV is taking uh, re- uh, classes for podcasting. If you're interested, one-on-one classes, give us a call, 248-393-1060. We'll see you next week at Onoy Now. See ya.